0: Notorious, Mikey, Maximus, the Furnicus,
1: Charette. Say what? What's up, Doc G? How's it going?
0: That was a hybrid of last week, Mike.
1: Yeah, I loved I, it. I, I loved morphed
0: it. out. I was like, how can I make Mike's name <laughs> longer? I'm gonna put Notorious at the beginning too. I there like that. Feels
1: like an MMA fighter right now. Exactly. Like uh, you know. You're
0: fierce. You are fierce. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you yeah. are here. Mike, yeah, how are you are. doing?
1: Doc G, I'm a 10 out of 10. Wow. Guess what I did last night? I went to Costco. I had dinner at Costco, and it was <sighs> fantastic.
0: Classy <laughs> sob. Yeah. My yeah, yeah, yeah. gosh! Wow. Did what did it. you
1: have? Oh man, I got the chicken bake, and I got the I got a slice of uh, pepperoni pizza. That's right. <sighs>
0: Italian <Incredible>. meets American, <laughs> great, great. It was like I a big hot.
1: It. It's like a giant hot pocket. Have you had one of those? I have not. Oh, I they're incredible. None. Wow. Okay, uh, I'm putting it down on the
0: list. Yeah, places, places to yeah. dine. <laughs> Costco. Yes. Yeah, Mike, that's great. So true. I had a plumbing issue in my house. We were talking about ah, it before, yeah. before, uh, before we came on the air, and uh, we don't we don't have to get on. We don't have to get into it on air. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to immediately drain the energy of the show. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yes. But Mike, we have bigger fish to fry here at the start of the show. Bigger fish oh, yeah. to fry. Which, Let's by the ahead. way, I've heard on several sports and news shows recently using the term a whole nother kettle of fish. Hmm. That seems hmm. to have spread around. That. Yeah. Which, it's a pretty dumb idiom, you know? Kettle of fish. Glam. Apparently, it's a really old term. Kettle is like, you know, like a, a cooking pot from back in the right. day. It's not like, like an about. actual kettle, like a tea kettle that'd be really mm-hmm. weird but yeah it's just a dumb saying I'm not a fan of it yeah, I heard it on a couple of news shows that. and I was just like what a whole other kettle of fi-? just say it's another topic you turd anyways anyways Mike the issue we need to talk about is one is one that revolves around one of the closest friends of the show one of the mm. biggest supporters of our show Tom Brady yes Correct, Mike. You know, you know he loves yes. our show. He does. Mainly indirectly through the work indirectly, of his yeah, assistant, yeah. but he loves mm-hmm. our show. That's a fact. He loves our show. And of course, Mike, I'm talking about his issues that he's he's been going through the last couple of months. Or Uh, weeks, I guess you would say. So, for the listeners that don't know, almost everybody in the world knows, but Tom is roughly uh, a 164-year-old quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Mike, this isn't an exaggeration. He is in his 23rd season of NFL football. Good for him. Yeah. Mike, think about this. He has been in the NFL longer than he has not been in the
1: NFL. Jeez. That is true. Yeah, that's yeah. Twenty three years
0: yeah. in the NFL. Twenty two years not in the NFL. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap! For a long Amazing. time, listeners know I was a hater of Tom Brady. So it's true. on record, Mike. I think there might be some shows from like 2016 where I was throwing shade at Tom. Girl, come it's, on. it's pretty. Ado- it's pretty well documented. I didn't mm-hmm. like his attractiveness. I didn't like his <laughs> his likability, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like his drive and dedication to the game, all the championships. It just, it, there are all kinds of things for a hater that you can just dive in and just be like, Dow that guy with yeah. everything going for him. That's a fact. But as listeners know, Mike, four years ago on this very show, I first became a fan of Tommy. And I became a fan of Tommy when he was kind enough to give me a pair of his pajamas in exchange for a lot of money at a store. And uh, I got to be honest, Mike, we connected through sleep. Mm-hmm. Me and Tom, we, ah. slept, we slept together via his pajamas. And Ooh. now, granted, I didn't sleep any better. Uh, there wasn't actually, it didn't actually, but I did love the way they felt. They were amazing pajamas, Mike. And I was like, if this dude cares as much about his pajamas as everything else in his life, you know what? I like Tommy. I like him now, you know? And then he won me over even more when he went to Tampa, you know, turning into Tampa Tom. He went to Tampa after being in New England for 20 seasons. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to win a championship down here. And he won an effing championship.
1: He freaking did. Yes, he did.
0: And I was telling, even though I liked Tommy at that time because of the pajamas, Mm -hmm. I was telling people, I was like, yeah, he's, he's probably, I mean, he's old. He's not with the Belichick system. He's going to lose. It's going to be bad and totally wrong. Totally wrong. He just went down there and was like, "Eh, yeah, that
1: watch me ball. And then he did it. He did it. He really did. He really did.
0: And you know what, Mike? I also like Tom because I can point to him and be like, that dude is way older than me, and he's still mm-hmm. balling. Yeah, and he is. That's a fact. Pretty much nobody else in the NFL that I can do that with. I can't say anybody else is way older than me. Everybody else, I'm like, look at that dude. Ah, he's younger than me. Yeah, he's nah. 20. Ah, <laughs> God, he's way younger than me. Nah, you know? <laughs> but our yeah. bro... Tampa Tom, Tommy is still balling, 45. But Mike, our bro is in trouble. Mm -hmm. He is in trouble. Divorce is in the air. Unfortunate. Mm -hmm. They're hanging it over his head, Mike. They are hanging it up. Paparazzi are coming down like hawks on him. They are watching his every move. They're watching Giselle's every move.
1: Yeah, she wasn't wearing a ring recently. She hasn't been wearing one. And, yeah.
0: you know, they've been saying she doesn't, re- she, she never really did in their marriage, but they, you know, doesn't stop the Pavarazzi by being like, look at her, look at her hand. No ring, <laughs> no ring.
1: Yeah,
0: and, and Mike, Giselle is reportedly wanting a divorce because she's claiming Tom has just dedicated too much to football. Hmm. It's family time and she just can't take it. She can't take it anymore. Yeah. You know? And and I I say, Mike, this may not be a surprise to the listeners. I'm taking Tom's side.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm taking
0: Tom's side. Now, now for any listeners of the show, you're probably like, hey, you said you were taking Jason Sudeikis' side against Olivia Wilde because he was the family man. That's a fact. And you're correct for listeners that remember that. Thank you for remembering that. But there's a big (laughs) difference between Jason Sudeikis and Giselle. I'm going to go through those uh, differences, Mike. Okay. First, Tom isn't going gallivanting around with some piece of man candy, dancing at his concerts, lazying around on yachts in the Mediterranean. That is not happening. Nope. Okay? Mm-hmm. They didn't get a divorce because there was some kind of talk of infidelity with a sexy man nope. like like uh, Harry Styles. Okay? Yeah. That- that is a big difference right there. So true. Second, Tom is committed not to a dime piece, but to the game. To the he the is game. committed to the game. <clears throat> she is jealous of the fact that he's been a pro football player longer than he hasn't in his life. That's <laughs> yeah. That's what she's jealous <sighs> of, Mike. Now, can, can she be uh, upset about that? Yeah totally understandable i see what she's Mm -hmm. upset about yeah can she get a divorce yeah totally understandable i get Mm -hmm. that i'm all for it go for it giselle that's fine you got your reasons do it Mm -hmm. but it's the people out there that are coming down on tommy that make me upset that's a fact the people out there that are like oh what is he doing He's so insane. He's given up all this for the game. It's so stupid. He's going to fail. He's going to be horrible. And let me ask those folks, Mike. Who was he married to first? The NFL or Giselle?
1: Mm, Giselle. What? I mean, the, the game. Sorry. I don't know why I said Giselle. <laughs> That's right.
0: He was, measure, he was married to the NFL first, Mike. Yeah, he was. Yep. He was married to the NFL nine years before he was married to Giselle. That's right. Does he have home movies from the 1980s of him in elementary school being married to the NFL and being a star quarterback? Or does he have home videos of him dreaming of being married to a Brazilian fashion model? I think he has home videos of him dreaming of being an NFL quarterback. That's a fact. He's dreamed of this all of his life, Mike. Mm -hmm. Giselle, you came around just years after that. No offense. Yes. But you came around years after that, Mike. He yeah. realized he couldn't give up his first love. Nope. He retired eight weeks after last season, and it, and it was like an addicted smoker. He was like, you know what? One more pack. <laughs> after After that, I'll be good. One more, then I'm yeah. going to stop. Then I'm going to stop. He can't give it up, Mike. He can't give it up. And, Mike, I want Tampa Bay to win this Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too, me too, me too, for sure.
0: I want Tom Brady to win in the face of divorce. Yeah, You he will. You talk about focus, (laughs) 164-year-old quarterback rising above it all. Despite losing his family, his his wife, he still manages to win. Despite being 164 years old, he still manages to win. That's what I want to see, Mike. (laughs) That
1: is what I
0: want to see. Mike, are you ready to see. fire up this show that is a 164 year old quarterback who is divorced from reality but
1: still trying to win it all? Let's fire up the show, Doc G. Let's fire up this winning show.
0: <laughs> all three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Woo! Mike, we are winning. We are winning we are. a lot today. We have an amazing show. We have the one and only Joey Santiago. From the Pixies. Nice. Yes. For the Pop. listeners who are listening to the pod, you cannot see that I am holding up a copy of Surfa Rosa, their album from 1989. It's It's got a scandalous pic on the front there, Mike. Ooh, it does have Scan- a scandalous pic. Sca- scandalous pic. There is a Ooh. topless lady on there. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty. Patreon member is gonna get a little show today. Woo! I mean, just <laughs> just just think about this coming out in 1989, Mike. This ruffled some feathers. Oh, this yeah, Ruffled some feathers. I have they were to put wild. Put behind man. some
1: plastic, some
0: some Oof. kind of yeah, a little cover covering. sheet. Cover sheet. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to talk to Joey. It's gonna be fun, man. A uh, little sneak peek for everybody. His cat is involved. Say what? His cat is gonna be on the show as well. Pretty great. Nice, pretty great. But Mike, we need to start where we start—the birthday suit.
1: Happy birthday, Mr. President.
0: It's true, Mike. I don't think you'll get this first one. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I wouldn't because uh, I, I'm not up on this young buck's career uh, in uh, movies. He's turning mm-hmm. the big. He's turning the big Three oh, Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, born in Union, Kentucky, October 12th, 1992, our birthday suit wearer loved acting from a young age, but his parents were concerned about the instability of acting as a career. Nonetheless, he convinced them and he moved with his mom to L.A. so that they could try to get acting roles. He started in small roles like a show on Animal Planet called Miracle Dogs. Hmm. Then he had some small roles in movies like Kicking and Screaming with uh, Will Ferrell. Don't know if you remember that movie where he's soccer coach. Pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Little Manhattan. His breakthrough role was in uh, the, uh, in Bridge to Terabithia in uh, 2007. His role after that was in The Hunger Games as PETA. Is it Peta? I've hmm. never seen The Hunger Games. Never watched that's why it. I <laughs> never watched we're comp- <laughs> completely clueless <laughs> on his movies. He was he was cast in The Hunger Games as Peta, P-E-E-T-A. So hmm. two E's. I'm guessing that's Peta. Yeah. In 2015, PETA. he filmed Escobar Paradise Lost for Netflix. Side note, he apparently. Uh, because of all of his good acting, has earned the title of Colonel of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. It's nice. uh, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Name that birthday suit, where Mike? Yeah, no idea. Yeah, yeah. Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> you know, Colonel big, Hutcherson. big, big deal. You know, because of uh, because of the Hunger Games. I mean, that was a huge series. But I just, yeah, it was. I just couldn't get into it, Mike. There was no reason for me to go see that movie. I mean, just besides like pop culture references, like I had no reason to go see it. Like I was like, really? So it's like an apocalyptic world where people are just like competing against each other and like killing each other. That doesn't sound that awesome again no, I'm not drawn in I don't want to <laughs> let's 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 see a comedy instead yeah, you know like yeah, yeah. i don't know like these like i'm like why this, this seems so extreme i don't want to yeah. watch this like you yeah. know I, but i mean it's some people's jam i mean no, it's yeah. it's right up, it's it. right up there with with twilight and, mm-hmm. and you know all those those other fantasy twilight seems a little bit better like, there's yeah. no apocalypse going on there. There's just werewolves and
1: yeah. vampires, Yeah, right? I can get into that. I actually watched all the Twilights. There I, you I, go, I enjoyed Mike. them. I enjoyed them. Hey, I don't care. I'll, I, it's on I'll record,
0: like everybody. Mike <laughs> loves Twilight. Happened. Yeah.
1: Team Jacob, were, were you, probably.
0: Okay, I was about to say, okay. Yeah. It was team Jacob or what's the yeah. other dude? Um, team Edward. Edward. Ed, yeah. yeah, Edward needs to get some sun. He yeah, he does. Needs, I mean, I know he's he's a vampire, so that would kill him, but mm-hmm. he needs to get some sun. It's, yeah, he does. By the way, Mike, colonels, uh, there's 85,000 people in the history of Kentucky that have received that title of colonel. Hmm. I think so they need to be a, a little lottery. bit more exclusive. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was going to say. need to cut 000. it down to like,
1: a, yeah, yeah,
0: like 5,000. Then you're like, ooh, oh, man. Would you put that the COL
1: in front of your name anytime you like oh, write a document yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would be What's like people, <laughs> people that are a
0: little too uh, uh, liberal with their their PhD and make everybody call them doctor at all times. You know, like I have I I have some some uh, coworkers that I will not name that are very especially past co-workers that made everyone call them doctor at all
1: times. Dr. i yeah, I'd be I'll, that guy if I had a PhD. That's a fact. Dr. I need, I need, G, can I ask you? Yes. I'm sorry. Do I get anything for having my associate's degree? Any like AA Mike? Yes.
0: AA <laughs> Mike. Although people, people might think that's alcoholic is Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. AA right. Mike. Mike, how's the 12 steps going? Good. Uh, Nicely great. done. Doing great. Uh, anyways happy birthday to Josh Hutcherson turning the Colonel big three0 my <laughs> Colonel Hutcherson from <laughs> Kentucky he knows how to make a mean piece of chicken I don't know yeah, if yeah. that's a requirement to be Colonel you would think it would be I mean, oh, was so was the
1: was Colonel uh Kentucky fried chicken was there an I think he was actually he also a
0: Colonel I think he ended up actually getting one yes I'm pretty positive he did I'm not sure if he took that title before he actually had one. I'm following up, Mike. That's going to be a previously on the Doc G Show. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know Okay, next cool. Week. Thank you. It will be there. Mike, are you ready to Thank rip you. some headlines?
1: Let's rip them up.
0: It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. What's going on? Mike, uh, interesting story out of Syracuse. Um, we all know your record on high school. Uh, mm-hmm. there wasn't yeah. much anything going on. Uh, no. but Not did you did you ever meet the superintendent of your school? Hmm, I don't think so. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, I, I so, so superintendent is the guy that basically or lady, lady or guy that runs all of the schools in a district or county, right? So it's mm. like the principal's mm-hmm. principal, right? Oh, okay. Uh, and I can't, I don't, I don't ever remember meeting the superintendent of our school. I met, I met the principal, but you know, never, never, never the uh, superintendent. But I think we could all agree, you you would think of somebody very professional in that role, right? Mm -hmm. Intimidating person when you think of superintendent. Uh, the superintendent of Baldwinsville, New York failed that general theory, Mike. Definitely Mm. failed that theory. So Uh Jason Thompson, uh, who is the superintendent of Baldwinsville uh, schools, he showed up to Baker High School football game last week. And during the game, he was seen crowd surfing in the student section of the bleachers. (laughs) Now, you know, that's not the downside. That's just fun loving right there, Mike. You know, that's just having a good time. Uh, But then less than an hour later, Cops spotted him driving without a front license plate, which is mandatory in New York. So that is a, that is an illegal uh, thing. And then he uh, made a turn without a signal. So cops pulled him over. When they pulled him over, they realized that he had been drinking. They performed a breathalyzer and he was over, double over the legal limit. Oh. uh Yeah. Yeah. So my couple things. Is anyone else surprised that the students actually kept him up when he was crowd surfing? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I never met the superintendent, but if somebody told my student body from high school that he was going to crowd surf, my student body would definitely have dropped him and been like, yeah, <laughs> no, we are not We are not picking that guy up, you know? Like, Nope. second, let me talk to Mr. Thompson a little bit. Mr. Thompson, I'm not taking your side. I'm not saying you were right. Nope. But I get it. Your life isn't turning out like you thought it would. So true. You're the superintendent of a high school. The highlight of your week is crowd surfing at a football game. Oh. But you got to know, the parents of that district are just waiting for you to f- up. That's all they're doing. It's <laughs> all they're doing, Mike. They saw Mr. Thompson having fun at a football game. And you gotta know, Mr. Thompson, parents hate fun. That's a fact. There is not a single parent out there that likes fun. Nope. Nope. Fun doesn't return to parents until their kids are 25. Mm -hmm. From the time of three to 25, they don't like fun and they don't want anyone else to have fun and they saw you having fun and they resented that fun they were like oh look at that turd and then when you got caught for that DUI they were like see I told you nobody can have fun without being wasted (laughs) and this turd is our superintendent we need to fire him right? And you got to know, Mister Thompson, you're not a dude in Florida that can blow a 0. .52 blood alcohol level and get off with a $500 bail. It's just not gonna happen. Mm-mm. It's just not nope. gonna happen for you. You got to, you got to think. Got to think, Mister Thompson. Anyways, Mike, I'll try to follow up on that story. We'll see what happens, Mister Thompson. <coughs> we'll check it out. We'll yeah, check it out. Hopefully, it's all right. Mike, uh, most popular names were announced for Wales and England for newborns. For mm. uh the year 2021 takes them a while to tally all the names you know so they just they mm-hmm. just got around to finishing 2021 and they released a Mike Mike any idea what do you think the number one name for dudes
1: in England and Wales was hmm hmm what's a uh, what's one of these names British names Caden hey uh, that's a good idea i think Hayden Hayden like, all these dens, Aiden. I think Aiden may Layden. have been
0: in the top 10. I'll have to go back and look. I don't hmm. have the list in front of me. I've just got one through three. Uh, number yeah. one was Noah. Noah, Noah was okay. number one. Two was Oliver. Three was George. For uh, for ladies, Mike, any idea of ladies? Hmm. All
1: right, here we go. So we got um, Ella... Mm. And then there's like the. Uh, We've got three ofs <laughs> in the top three. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with they, something like that. Olivia. Yeah. Olivia. Amelia. And
0: Isla, or Isla, Isla, I S L A, I-S-L-A. Isla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Isla. That's top three, Mike. Apparently, for eight <laughs> years straight. Oliver was the number one name for dudes. Jeez, This was the Oliver. first year, yeah, that it fell to number two. Number two. Eight years. Mike, I don't know about babies, but I will say way too many girls that I know have named their pets Olive, Olivia, or Oliver. That's a fact. <laughs> I have a whole bunch, like literally, at least like eight friends that I can think of that have a cat or a dog with one of those three names. Hmm. Yeah. And I gotta say, Oliver, I like th- Oliver's pretty it's pretty light.
1: Come on. Uh, yeah, I like you could you could switch it up to Ollie. Ollie. I like Ollie. I, like, I Ollie. like Ollie. I like that. Yeah.
0: But like, how about you go uh, listeners, if you're thinking about naming something, and how about a name that we fully support on this show? Mm-hmm. How about Miller? Huh? Ooh, Miller. Huh? E- even if you're not going uh, not willing to name your kid Millard, Think about a cat or a dog named Millard. Right? Hmm. Like an English bulldog just sitting on your porch just with its all (laughs) droopy face. And you're like, Millard, what the f*** up, man? And he just looks over at you like, like, how well does that fit? That fits perfectly. That's a perfect
1: name for a dog. Yeah, Millard.
0: Millard, listeners, do it. Not Oliver. Don't be a sucker to trends. Mm -mm. Uh, Mike, Quick story out of Sarasota County. Uh, Sarasota County is just a couple miles above where the eye of the hurricane there, Ian, passed through, Mike. so They got a lot of damage in Sarasota County. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, not as bad as places like Cape Coral and Fort uh, Fort Myers, but it's still, you know, good amount of emergency response going on down there in Sarasota uh, County. Yeah. Uh, So the other night, Mike, police helicopters flying around they are responding to a fire when the uh, helicopter starts getting hit with a laser pointer.
1: Wait, what?
0: From the ground, mm. right? Now, obviously, Mike, uh, this could be took or understood as an emergency signal. If I was in the yeah. police, I would think like, you know, somebody's like, oh, Jesus, trying to get, <clears throat> trying to get, uh, you know, people down on the ground. Uh, but it's also extremely dangerous, obviously. Right. Yeah. You know. For sure. Because it can blind pilots uh, and mm-hmm. can't see. Now, yeah. Obviously, this is a police helicopter, so they just go to the ground and they find out who it was. Doesn't take too long. They can get their exact location from the air, uh, and they yeah. find out it's a 44-year-old dude that uh, just so happened to be bored. What? He was just hmm. shooting laser pointers up at helicopters to entertain himself that night. So he was arrested and given bail of $1,500, Mike. Ooh. So a couple things. First, I've yet to see somebody with lower bail than our absolutely hammered DUI <laughs> man, and I find that amazing, Mike. I find that this, this guy endangered. I mean, think about these two situations. Yeah. This guy endangered all the lives of the people on the helicopter. I get that. The dude in the car endangered hundreds of drivers the entire night. And they're like, eh, $500. Girl, come on. Like what? Come on. Anyways. Yeah. Second, this dude really should have called the Doc G hotline, Mike.
1: Yeah, he should have.
0: He really should have called that.
1: Yeah, he should have.
0: Hey, Doc G hotline. I was a little bored tonight. And instead of watching a new show on Netflix, I figured I would shine lasers into helicopters <laughs> do you think that'd be a good way to pass the time or no mm. I'd say I'm gonna lean towards no yeah mainly because I don't know what kind of enjoyment you'd get out of that
1: Mm-mm.
0: and for the the definite definite fact you will be caught 100% yeah, you will. for sure um, l- caller may I suggest solitaire mm-hmm or yeah, it's a fun game if you have a friend, charades.
1: Ooh. You know? you know, Yeah, charades. If
0: you have a friend who doesn't like charades, but likes your special parts, maybe sex. What? Mm. Maybe that. If that they don't fun. like your special parts, but they do like Lucky Charms, maybe eat cereal.
1: Ah, Lucky Charms sounds so good.
0: Right? Oh, man. My point it. is, Mike, almost anything would be better than your idea of shining lasers into helicopters. Yeah. So,
1: don't. Just don't do that. Just don't. Don't. J, I will say, though, in the, the, in the Hong Kong thing, they were using, the, it wasn't helicopters, but they were using the laser pointers to bring down the drones. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting and smart, but not, do you th- you you, do that you think
0: this guy was trying to bring down the helicopters? Was that yeah, and he I wasn't it
1: was just uh, had a laser pointer? He's like, Man, yeah, I wonder if it could reach that helicopter. I think <laughs> and that yes, was it. Can exactly exactly.
0: Uh, Mike, quick story here from uh, League City, Texas, hmm. which is part of the Greater Houston area. Uh, they were remodeling a school. Well, they were remodeling the League City Community Center, which used to be League City School. It's been around for a long time, Mike. And when they were tearing down one of the walls, they found a very old purse. Hmm. In the purse, they found a wallet and they found a diary. And that's when the League City Historical Society swept in and started looking at this material, Mike. (laughs) Yes! And they said the owner of the purse wrote down everything in their diary. So fascinating. About her love life, who she broke up with, everything. Right? All the deets. Yeah. And they determined that the owner of the diary and the purse was Beverly Williams. Hmm. Now, when they contacted the Williams family, sadly, they found out that Beverly uh, no longer was alive. She passed away in 2016. But Hmm. she had gone to League City Schools In the 1950s so this was a 70 year old purse mike and the folks at league city historical society said they were able to talk to beverly's daughter and she was blown away by the information that they had found out just blown away yeah that's amazing the the article ends by saying the historical society said it will reveal more details about the purse (laughs) discovery (laughs) At its October 27th meeting, Mike. Yes! <laughs> yes! Mike, I found this this story very interesting for multiple reasons. First, how does a purse end up in the wall? Hmm. <laughs> like, like I get it, you remodeled and stuff, but how do you just drywall over a person's <laughs> purse? Like, how is it setting in there and the people that are doing the remodeling is like, yeah, should be fine. Anybody yeah. gonna look for this? Nah, it's good. Uh, nope. Like, just how? How does that yeah. happen? I Second, I like how the historical society contacted the family and is like, hey, did this belong to your mom? And they're like, it did. And they're like, we got some super cool stuff in here. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And they're like, all right, we're going to keep it. We'll see you later. Like,
1: <laughs> huh?
0: shouldn't you be giving that over to the family? Shouldn't you be we're like a uh,
1: historical society? We're not yeah. giving you anything.
0: Like, <laughs> I, if I were the daughter, I'd be like, hey, the fine. <laughs> what are you doing? Come on. Yeah. Lastly, I like the marketing geniuses over at the historical society. They're like, should we give all the tasty deets about the purse right now? No, 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 no tell them we'll reveal them at our yes. next meeting yeah. thousands thousands of people will come guys mm-hmm. it'll be a madhouse at the next league city historical society meeting <clears throat> you don't even know Woo!
1: Woo! what was the date on that again because i need to tune in i'm gonna 27 uh, meeting
0: 27th uh, make sure to schedule so it mike very important I have something to do yeah, the day after our show, so you don't even have to worry. No conflicts. They're gonna tell you how much
1: money was in the purse. Oh, my gosh. What kind of purse it was. How many
0: people she, Beverly was hooking up with. It's yes. going to just...
1: The deets of who she
0: was hooking up with. Oh, man. Yes. Hopefully, one of those dudes is still alive, and he's going to be like, Ah! huh. No, I didn't. I know that didn't happen. 1953? No, no, no way. Beverly was not not in not in my car then. Oh, we've got the diary, sir. We have Sorry. got it. Pre- uh, Mike, interesting. Real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we should go to break. We're going to go to break, Mike. We will be back with none other than several of our favorites, uh, several of our favorite segments. We've got shout-outs. We've got we've got previously on the Doc G show. We've got mm-hmm. Quick Hitters coming up right after the Pixies with one of my favorite Pixie songs, Monkey Gone to Heaven, right here on the Doc G show. We are back here on the Doc G Show, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Mike, what do the listeners
1: need to do to help us out? Subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Yes. Follow us on Instagram. All that stuff. YouTube. Yes. Yes. YouTube. Tune in. YouTube. Yes. Tune in. Yes. Stitcher.
0: All of these things, Mike. All of these things would be appreciated to show us love. And you know what? We are going to love you back, especially Mm -hmm. in this segment we call regulars and semi-regulars. Mike, here we go. Let's go, those shout outs for the regulars here. Shout out. shout out to Jacksonville, Florida, Columbia, South Carolina, Radford, Virginia, Gainesville, Florida, Frankfurt, Germany, Anoka, Minnesota, Ashburn, Virginia, Piracai, Brazil, San Diego, California, Dublin, Ireland, Boardman, Oregon, Genoa, Italy, Richardson, Texas, Barcelona, Spain, Winfield, West Virginia, Biloxi, Mississippi, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Peoria, Illinois, Katy, Texas, Toms River, New Jersey, Olive Branch, Mississippi, Asheville, North Carolina, and Los Angeles, California. Yes. Nice. regulars Mike regulars there it is showing his love every single Rex. week showing up we in the trenches with us and we appreciate it. they are we appreciate it Mike semi-regulars interesting group here we go shout out, shout out to Columbus Ohio LaGrange Illinois Phoenix Arizona Melbourne Australia Atlanta Georgia Odense Denmark Fontana California Franklin New mm. York uh North Skituate? Skituate, Rhode Island. Huh? Hm. I think. I'm I'm gonna say that's how you say it. Correct me, North yeah. Skituate, Sounds if right. I'm wrong. Uh maybe it's Skituate. Anyways, Ooh. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Richmond, Virginia, Snellville, Georgia, Ankara, <laughs> Turkey. Rainsville, Alabama Detroit, Michigan Houston, Texas And Amsterdam, uh, Amsterdam, Netherlands There we go Nice There we go Semi-regulars, Mike Nice Yeah, had a pretty good I rep- had, uh, had uh, the West We had the South We had the mm-hmm. Midwest We had the we Northeast did. We had some uh, Europe Didn't have any Africa We'd like to have some Africa in there We had Australia yeah. We had Australia. You didn't have any South America. We'd also like to have some South America. Mm -hmm. Anyways, thanks to everybody that listens to the show, Mike. Thanks to everybody that has subscribed. We appreciate all the love, any love at all. We are love-deprived listeners, so give Mm -hmm. us more. Uh, We love love. Mike, we need to jump back to last week's show in a segment we call... Mm
1: -hmm. Previously on the Doc J Show.
0: Correct. It's now time for rip from the headlines. Mike, uh, you mentioned. I mentioned. We were talking about Tom Hanks. I said, "Hey, that movie that he was stuck in the airport." And you were like, "Ah, I think that's Lost in Translation." No, no, it is not, Mike. Ah. That was that was a good call. I thought you were correct. Lost in Translation came out in two thousand three. Bill Murray, lost in translation. Ah, That's the yes, one where he's an aging yeah. star that uh, uh, starts hanging out with a, a youngster and uh, uh, they, they, they kindle a relationship. Uh, the Tom Hanks movie, The Terminal, 2004. Yeah.
1: 2004.
0: So, mm. Coast Time Range. Yeah. Stars of the same age, understandable. But just for Mm -hmm. the listeners out there, we don't want them thinking that we're doing some kind of wrong movie creds here, okay? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So true. Now, the next thing previously on the Doc G Show, Mike, uh, is uh, I want to point out another show that has ripped off something we've already pointed out and brought up on the show, Mike. And not just a a news segment, but the way that we brought up that news segment, Mike. Uh, Mike, do you remember when we talked about Rainbow Fentanyl last week?
1: Mm, vaguely. The Halloween Rainbow candy, fentanyl. Rainbow Fentanyl. Oh, yeah, 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 yep. Yes. I do remember. So, yeah.
0: the show last week tonight with John Oliver opened up talking about Rainbow Fentanyl. Yes. Now, before I go to what they said, let me remind the listeners what we said on this very show last week, Mike. I said, quote, this is bananas in so many ways. First of all, Why would drug traffickers use kids to drive addiction? Kids have no power, no money, and overdose way easier. What's the thought process here? You're going to get them hooked, and they're going to use their lunch money to buy fentanyl instead of Starburst? No, it makes no sense. Mike, let me go to what John Oliver said this weekend on their show. Quote, kids are not, and this is true, an ideal customer base for expensive street drugs. Because even if drug dealers were targeting kids with a first ones on the house kind of strategy, where do they expect little Zeke to come up with the cash for the next one? Sure, he's got his weekly allowance, but he smacked his brother yesterday, so that's $1 gone. He's useless to the dealers, end quote. Oh come
1: on! Hmm... Talk to you. Should we just say what's up to the people at John Oliver show that are watching our show and uh, exactly. taking our content?
0: Exactly. Thanks Thank guys for, for stealing it. our
1: listening. We appreciate yeah. it. We'll keep Thank coming
0: you. up with fresh jokes for you mm-hmm. to use on your show, yeah, 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 guys. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, come on, Mike. Is that not is that not the same joke and I the same thing? Pretty much plagiarism. I would say that's plagiarism. Yes. I would say that's. Yes. Yeah. And I will remind show uh, listeners to the show. Our show came out ten five where we said that. Their show came out ten ten. Mm-hmm. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Just remember yeah. that. Mike, one other thing in the previously on the Doc G show. Uh, we were celebrating Chester A. Arthur's birthday. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, I brought up Abraham Lincoln and JFK uh, as far as presidents that were assassinated. But I didn't mention William McKinley, who was also an assassinated president. I knew this, but I forgot to mention that would also be a president that people would probably not know, along with James A. Garfield, who were both assassinated presidents. Hmm.
1: So, just remember. Thank you for letting us know that. Just
0: remember, listeners, four assassinated American presidents. JFK, Lincoln, James A. Garfield, McKinley. Those are your four Hmm. assassinated presidents. Woo! Thank God I got that off my chest, Mike. That I feel better now. Yeah. Thank you, Doctor. I Appreciate it. Yes, yes. Mike, are you ready to go to quick hitters? Yeah, quick hitters. What's going on? Oh, man. We got some good ones here, Mike. First off, Justin Bieber has let folks know that his relationship with Kanye West is over. Say what? Good for him. And good for him. Don't get too excited, Mike, because apparently it's because Kanye claimed... Justin's wife Haley got a nose job. Huh? That's that's apparently Justin's line in the sand, <clears throat> Mike. Okay. Not the other bad <laughs> crazy stuff Kanye's been doing for the last five years, <laughs> yeah. but a nose job. That's the line. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa, Kanye, 100% real bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing going on fake here. Like, come on. That is the definition of superficial, Mike. Definition. Yeah. Mike, Madonna. Madonna seemingly came out as gay on TikTok.
1: Hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's a real
0: interesting way she did it. She had a video that she uh, captioned, If I miss, I'm gay. She then shoots a pair of panties at a trash can And it doesn't go in the trash can. And she shrugs and walks off. (laughs) Which, as people on the internet were assuming, this means she is gay. Mike, I have to say, this absolutely shocked the world of 1986. That's a fact. They were blown away, Mike.
1: (laughs) Blown away.
0: I mean, no offense to Madonna, but I don't really care. You know? Yeah. Like I mean, Never good cares. for her. Do what she wants, but it's Madonna. Like yeah. yeah. She is really trying to cling on to that that status, she, man. She is. She she really? really is. Just, ow, come on. I'm relevant. I am relevant. Yeah. Like, just just take some take some cues from, from Snoop Dogg, Madonna. Cues mm-hmm. from Snoop Dogg. Do some corona commercials. Smoke a ton of weed and be- yeah. and become Aunt Madonna. You know, like yeah. Uncle Your Snoopy. Or you know, that's the way you do yeah. it. Anyways, Mike, four women have made headlines by being chosen out of 6,000 candidates to run a remote post office at Port Lockroy, which Port Lockroy is a tiny island off of Antarctica. Word. This, this post office has no running water, no electricity, and it's in Antarctica, Mike. Huh. My main question of this story when I saw it was, who uses this post office? Who is this for? <laughs> Penguins? Who the yeah, F right.
1: uses this post office? Uh, it's just a place for you to send mail. Like, they just created a new place for people to send mail. For
0: people that are ill-informed like that think the, yeah. uh, that Santa Claus lives in the South Pole instead of the North Pole. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I've been sending it to the wrong pole for 30 years. Uh, no wonder I
1: haven't gotten my uh, unicycle.
0: Chunks of coal every year. One of the women, Mary Hilton, said, uh, This will be my first time in Antarctica. I'm very excited. To which I got to say, Mike, I'd be a little surprised if she was like, this is my 50th time in Antarctica, so basically second home for me. I'm very excited going back. Like, a little weird there, Mike. Um, Mike, a lot of folks have been talking about it. I don't know if you saw uh, Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole yeah. in the face during practice. Yeah, he did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, uh, after this happened, Mike... And this is uh this is true. This is a true statement here. Jake Paul apparently offered Draymond Crean ten million dollars to box into a boxing <laughs> contest after that video was released. Because apparently Jake Paul will offer anyone ten million dollars to box yeah, he will. as long as they're not a boxer. So true. That is the only mm-hmm. criteria. As long as you're not a boxer, I will box you. That's pretty much it, Mike. Uh, Mike, a headline from Outside Magazine. Quote, I got a vasectomy because of climate change. End quote.
1: Hmm.
0: Apparently, yeah, apparently this was authored by a man who doesn't fully grasp vasectomies and or climate change, Mike. <laughs> nope. Don't think he understands either one of those. Mike, last yeah. What are you trying to do? Uh it's actually it's it's a long story, but I did his logic did it was not good, Mike. I, I read the <laughs> ho- I read the whole article and I was just like, no, no. Yeah. Um. The vasectomy. N- I mean, yeah. Yeah. Blame anybody. An- anyways, Mike. Mike. Uh. Last story here in India, surgeons removed 63 spoons from a 32-year-old man's stomach. Huh. Hmm. Apparently, this man didn't fully <clears throat> grasp the concept of eating. Nope. Hmm. Oh, you put the food on. The, the food goes on the spoon.
1: Yeah. Mm. And then mm. the spoon.
0: Well, for the last 63 days, I have been doing something dramas- dramatically different. As- <laughs> We are going to have a problem, Doc. We have a problem. I shake and I sound like a bag full of quarters, so this is not good. (laughs) Not good. Mike, we are going to take a break. We are going to be right back with the one, the only, Joey Santiago from the world-famous fantastic Pixies right here on the Doc G Show. 95.5,
2: 95.5, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP-FM,
0: UNF Jacksonville. The Doc G Show, because sometimes you need something playing in the background. Every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on 99.5 FM, Spinnaker Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today we are super happy to be inviting a member of the iconic band The Pixies who have a new album, Doggerel, out September 30th, Mr. Joey Santiago. Joey, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing, Ben? Doing good, man. Doing good. So I noticed the new album, uh, it's coming out almost exactly 35 years to the day of Come On Pilgrim. Uh were you thinking? Did you guys notice that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not you, at all. You were only, you were only two days off. Came out eighty-seven. The the twenty September twenty-eighth, eighty-seven. I bet you it was on a
2: Tuesday too. All <laughs> records used to be uh, um, released
0: on a Tuesday.
2: No, it just any day. It just doesn't matter. Did- no matter day
0: weren weren't thinking about it. Well, d- take us back real quick to that. I mean, 35 years from that original release. W- what do you what do you remember from that time at Ford Apache Studio? What what sticks out in your mind when you go back 35 years?
2: Oh god, we were really excited. We did like 21 songs or something in 3 days <laughs> and nights and we were just super excited to uh record it and um hear it back yeah in, um in a great fashion and um we had a really good time recording it obviously we were just we, we slept there one night i think you know it seemed like that you know
0: was that the first but, yeah. was that the first time uh, any of you guys had been in like a, a real studio or had you guys had time in studios before that
2: no, we were we were doing, um, we actually, we were in a studio before that. Mm-hmm. It was uh, downstairs from a hairdresser. <laughs> uh, and we were doing that for, you know, you, you need a tape to Demos. show a club. Yeah. So, so, so that's what it is, you know. So we were handing them out yeah in clubs. And then you know, at times I would hear a clunk. You know, when I turn around, meaning that's, oh, they just threw in the garbage. <laughs> okay, oh, no. It's just, you know, it's like being a salesman
0: at that point. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, um, when you guys had recorded that album, when you recorded the first album, you you hadn't been together that long. I mean, that had only been a year or so that you'd been the full-formed Pixies there. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard you talking, uh, it was a couple of years ago, about when you first started living with charles in college and mm-hmm. you said you came into the bathroom and he was just spitting on spitting. the mirror <laughs>
2: yeah he was just spitting oh. on himself it, and i just thought wow oh, man yeah so random
0: was, I like this guy <laughs> you know? was that i mean did you, did you ask him? Were you like, do you, do you need a minute? Are you Are you upset at yourself? Like, were you just, or Are you just like, man, okay. All right.
2: Oddly enough, it seemed pretty like a normal thing. It's like, <laughs> all right, maybe, you know, maybe, it sounds like, it, it looked like he was just entertaining himself
0: mm-hmm.
2: or mm-hmm. mad at himself. It didn't matter to me. <laughs> you know, it just looked like, all right, someone's spitting on the mirror.
0: You were like, that's unique. Let's go with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's start a band. Well, I, I saw a picture you actually you posted not too long ago there on Instagram, like from those sort of beginning times, where you mm-hmm. where you had you had the mic on a on a ski pole. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> it seemed a little ragtag. Was it that ragtag when you started? Just like whatever you could find to to set up. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. Exactly. That was. It was very. Uh, yeah. It was just. We didn't have a mic mic stand, so we just did that. You know, <laughs> we used to record ourselves with headphones too. You know, you, it's a microphone if you put it in the uh, other input. <laughs> uh, if you put in the into an input instead of an output, yeah. It so we've done that. <laughs> you know, we should doing anything.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously, well, obviously the the Pixies now. I mean, you guys are cornerstones of alternative rock, but. Mm-hmm. How, how long did it take for you once you started playing with Charles and, and you got David and, and, and Kim? How long did it take you guys to to sort of realize, you know, this is really special. This, this could be something big.
2: I would say when we started um, graduating from Tuesday nights and to uh, like a Friday night, <laughs> you know, yeah. That's one 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 sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was uh when we started selling out uh with no deal, you know. Yeah with no record it was that was another friggin' sign, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. For sure. Well I I watched an interview with you and Charles. It was nineteen eighty nine and the interviewer asked you do you want to be one of those bands that people cite as an influence in years to come? And I was, I was, I, well, I always. what
2: did I say, say? You,
0: you <laughs> just sort of nodded. And Charles said, well, maybe. And then he said, I, I hope, I hope people just enjoy our music and say, man, they made mm-hmm. some good rock and roll records. Um, yeah. Well, like looking back on it now, obviously those four. Especially the first four albums, I mean, you know, Nirvana, Radiohead, Smashing Pumpkins always mention how big of an influence you guys were. Uh, mm-hmm. now, 30 year, 33 years after that interview and after that first question, what do you think about being an influential band? You
2: know, it's, um, every band gets influenced, right? Mm -hmm. So we got influenced by classic rock, by violent femmes, talking heads, you know, obviously Lou Reed and uh, Velvet Underground. So we, and those guys got influenced by something else. So they were just passing their influences on, Mm -hmm. you know? We just, you know, if hey, we, we told like Radiohead here, Look at this. Look at the knowledge we got from Blue <laughs> Reed and the Beatles. And then look what happened to us. Yeah. You know, this is the music. He goes, hey, do whatever you want with it. Can you hear it? Can it, you hear any influences there? You know, it's just do it. It's just
0: it, passing it off.
2: Passing off your uh, knowledge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: mm-hmm. I, I, I and, you know, you can't, you can't take credit for that. <laughs> you know, I mean, the only thing credit you can do is like you bought the damn record.
0: You just, you know? It's packaged. It, it it is. It's always amazing to me how it just sort of your influences get mutated in the way that you play music, and then the next person takes it and they sort of mutate it a little bit more, and it just it evolves. It evolves into something new, but it's always old from those old influences. Right. Oh,
2: exactly. Now listen to the beginning of uh, uh, what is that Levitate Me? There's a riff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Levitate Me. Uh, no, 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 no the holiday song. Mm-hmm. We were trying to, we, we were like, oh, let's try to make something that sounds like, um, uh, Reaper, uh, uh, the, the, uh, by Blue Oyster Cult. Grim- fear the yeah, Reaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look what it turned out into. <laughs> Nothing like it.
0: You know, I, I always that I, I've had that conversation a couple times as far as it's, it's amazing to me how bands will do that, where they're looking to sound like something else. Comes out completely different. I, I heard, you mm-hmm. know, Van Halen saying they were trying to make an ACDC song when they made Panama, and that's what came out was Panama. And you're like, that's not that's not ac at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. but it's yeah. it it's still them, you know. And it comes out. So I, I I do you hear? I mean, one of probably the most classic sort of Pixie quotes of influence is from kurt cobain where he said he was basically trying to rip off the pixies being soft and quiet and then loud and hard and i've heard charles Mm -hmm. talk about that and what he thought but when you hear smells like teen spirit do you hear it in there do you hear the the pixies influence
2: i hear i i hear it you know i hear a tinge of it i hear i hear it Mm -hmm. but man they, they did a fantastic job you know yeah they were an incredible band you
0: know
2: Mm -hmm. they they you know you hear other things that they were influenced by too oh yeah
0: not just yeah so well I, (laughs) i think i think one you know uh common definitely common denominator it's a common denominator for most people but uh the beatles you got you got to, you got mm-hmm. to work on a, a Paul McCartney tribute album and then I heard you got right. to go on uh, the Beatles channel there on Sirius XM to promote mm-hmm. it how mm-hmm. how excited were you to get to get to do that?
2: I was very excited I just I just never thought I'd be on that Beatles channel first of all and uh, to record on a tribute album for uh, Paul McCartney yeah nah, never would I have thought best <laughs> no nah, no way. You know
0: but uh feels good got there got there well i mean back to the pixies when you guys when you guys broke up in 93 you you kept in touch with everybody you uh, i mean you played on the the frank black albums did you during that time did you think you guys were coming back or did you think well that's that's in the past we're never going to be the pixies again
2: no it's in the past i see charles doing his own thing Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I even toured with him with, with the Frank Black, and uh, you know I saw him pretty much kind of enjoying enjoying it. Mm-hmm. He was going on his thing, and no, nah, I never thought we were going to get back
0: together. Well, when the band gets back together, you got—I mean, it—you were you were bigger than you were when you left. Like you you mm-hmm. you sell out the entire initial tour in a couple of minutes. You play Coachella, you play Lollapalooza. Did you see the band growing as you guys were broken up? I mean, did you see this popularity increasing when you guys weren't a band?
2: I did not, I did not. They were just um, a few years into when we um, reunited, There, there was always a rumor that, that's going around that we're gonna get back together mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and um i never believed them yeah and but actually this time around when someone's told me you got you got you it sounds like you guys are going to reunite i go no we're not <laughs> you know what are you talking about but then they I apparently heard charles say something and it blew up in the internet and then it wasn't until he called me we're getting back together and i said what the heck you know yeah it's not a healthy thought to think that you're gonna you know a band breaks up it's not a healthy thought to think oh someday we're gonna get back together no you gotta get on with your
0: life. yeah well and and charles just didn't look like he was headed that way during like you said during during the breakup Mm -mm, no yeah yeah well, right before you guys broke up, you played with U two, which was this huge. I mean, that was that that was those were the biggest concerts you had done to that point, right?
2: It was big, but you know, I was um, <laughs> I was really disappointed that we were never on the ticket stub. Mm. You know, like U two. That's it. But then later, I found out, you know, why they do that is because some bands just leave, and they got this ticket. That has the band name on it and then they're, and they're not there yeah you know so it's uh I don't know. but still yeah it was a big deal it was a good it was a good uh tour uh bono talked to the uh the uh astronaut that was uh stuck up in space
0: yeah, yeah. in one of the shows in florida Man. that was kind of fun to see i mean we, we, we it, during that that tour obviously that was right before you guys uh, broke up was was it were tensions high on that on that tour uh, on the um,
2: on the U2 uh, tour yeah mm, let me see the last show we did I punched a hole through a
0: wall <laughs> so a little mm.
2: bit no 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 we were getting along <laughs> just fine <laughs> little, little rough. Good thing that wall was f-
0: weak. You bo- know, broke some Or bones. I, didn't a,
2: I didn't hit a stud. Yeah, that would have, that would have been something. But no, it was
0: uh, rough. I'm a strong. <laughs> <laughs> I was just f- so <laughs> t- yeah. But but now, uh, being back. I mean, you guys have been back now for what? eight 18 years since you holy
2: crap yes yes it's my son's age yeah
0: uh-huh. wow wow i mean it, it it just works works a lot better now uh at, you guys know how to work around each other with without so much tension yeah nice
2: exactly exactly we don't have this preconceived notion that it has to be fun all the time
0: yeah you know yeah Nice. So, mm-hmm. Well, the, let's let's talk the newest album. You guys uh, you guys recorded it in Guilford, uh, uh, Guilford, Vermont, and mm-hmm. se- seeing the studio, it seems like one of those sort of get away from everything and only focus on the record kinds of places there. And uh, this was the first post quarantine album. And yes. I heard Charles came in with with forty songs. Mm-hmm. But you also yes. this was you co-wrote two songs on the album.
2: Yeah, I did lyrics for one, and I did music for the other one.
0: So what what was the what was the process like on Dregs of Wine and and Pagan Man those those two songs?
2: Uh, it was just um, I started it, it, you know I just started off with a riff mm-hmm. and then started finding chords for it you know blah blah, blah, blah. that that that's about how it happened. Mm-hmm. And it just it, I'd have to say you know this sounds corny, but it practically wrote itself. Mm. And um, and then Pagan Man, he just gave me a shot of lyrics. That's it. And I heard mumblings about a bunch of mumblings. And I, and I not only mumblings. After a while, I started hearing words, and I started just putting down and trying to make a story out of it.
0: Nice. Now was that? Did you do both of those in? Vermont, once you guys were actually at the studio? No, I had,
2: uh, I had Dregs of the Wine music before that. Yeah, gotcha. I already gave it Tom, and then, yeah.
0: Now, what's the process like taking that many songs down to the 12 that are actually on the album? How do you guys that go was, through that? That was up to, uh, Tom.
2: Okay. Um... Actually, Pagan Man came on later. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one that was over, seemed to be overlooked. So we um, worked on it. You know, like, we worked on every song, but that was, I think that was the last song that we uh, was putting on the record.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Well, now, like you mentioned, this is uh, Tom Delgatti's, that's his third album that mm-hmm. you guys have done with him. So, very familiar. The four albums before that were with Gil Norton. When you mm-hmm. listen to a Gil Pixies album versus a Tom Pixies album, are there producer differences that you hear when you listen to the two?
2: Um, whew. Not really, per se. Other than, you know, uh, you know, Gail would use dramatically different snare sounds. Mm. That, that's what I would notice, you know. Uh, and we pretty much stick to uh, kind of the same. You know, we'd go from piccolos to mm. uh,
0: Black Beauties. Mm-hmm. So, um, we might
2: have, yeah, I mean.
0: It, Other than that, they got out of the way. They let the Pixies yeah, do.
2: punchier. You know, right now we're just, a, it's punchier right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't really thought of that, but it's just the, it's just the work, they, the way they work, work is just different. Yeah. So that's,
0: that's the only uh, thing I got. What's yeah. what's the sleeper track on the album? What's your favorite at the moment? The at the moment, yeah.
2: I don't know if it's going to be a sleeper track per se, but I like uh, get, simulated.
0: get stimulated. Get right. stimulated.
2: That's a good one. All right. Now there's a part, guitar part, there a rhythm part where I channeled Keith Richards. Uh, nice will people, will people. know? <laughs> Tom did actually. Tom did. I go, oh, this sounds like, hey,
0: you know. And you were you were thinking of it before. That's, I mean, were you thinking? Of I Keith?
2: did, and, and and he he recognized what I was doing.
0: Wow. I, God, he's doing this Keith Richards thing. Goes, hey, you you exactly. got it. All right, All you right. got it. Yeah. Well, that that that's that's because I don't always. That's the thing is I I think some artists try like they try not to do that and then it comes in anyways. And then there's some artists that say, "All right, I'm going to try to do this thing," and it gets mutated anyways. It changes into their their own yeah. thing.
2: Yeah. I think it, in 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 the end it did kind of still sound it definitely still sounded like me. But, yeah.
0: Um, Had a little tinge. Yeah. Little. Little Keith, yeah. Little Keith, or Ch- yeah, so Ch-
2: it's, it's it's so much easier to work that way sometimes, you know. We just hear something. It's what if, what if I approach it like, you know, like ooh, there's yeah, whatever.
0: There's actually we we had a we had a former guest on the show, Max Frost. He's sort of a, a new uh, sort of pop pop guy makes pop music, but he's got these videos on Instagram and TikTok where that's what he does. They're super cool. He basically will take somebody's song and he says what if this person did it so like one of the oh, ones wow. he he did uh he was like did a taylor swift song and he's like what if nine inch nails did this taylor swift song and so he oh, like, we have that we, we we have a guy that uh, did that
2: for us it's english he did um, river euphrates mm-hmm. uh, with uh ike and tina doing it mm. um hey with prince doing it yeah really, yeah <laughs> almost with jimi hendrix it's really funny. It, it's cool. It's, to, it's done so
0: well. Yeah, it, it's cool to see those because then then their influence still comes in a little bit too. So you get all three of the influences Ooh. going in there. But uh, I gotta check out that guy
2: that you just talked
0: about, Ma- yeah. Max Frost. Checking, checking check uh, him out. Max okay, Frost. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, now on the album, uh, it, it, it's like I said, it's coming out tomorrow, September 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've literally got another album in the pipeline that you guys did in Wales, right? Right, uh-huh. So now do you have plans on like when that's coming out or are you just gonna let Doggerel marinate and then see what you're gonna we do with it?
2: We don't know when it. It's, it's, it's just in the back burner. We don't even know if those six or seven songs that we did over there are gonna make the record, mm. the new record. Gotcha. We, we don't know. We, we might be able to uh, top them. Just, you know?
0: just That's... recorded it to see what would come out. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yep. Nice. We did the. We did this one show for the BBC, and it's like, why we're there? Let's go to Rockfield. We're we're. It's just only half an hour away. Let's go.
0: Super popular yeah. studio with the. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Rush and 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 the Beatles. Bunch of people recorded there. Super cool. Yeah. Well, now after the album here, you've got you've got several shows. You got uh, three shows in California, then a show in New York, then four shows in South America. Uh, important question for you: Will Mookie be all right while you're while you're <laughs> gone in South America?
2: Mookie, is this gonna be on video? Yes, yes,
0: yes. Mookie. There's Mookie. <laughs> Mookie. Mookie will be all right. Right, Mookie? He seems very... No, the,
2: the, the question
0: is, will will I be
2: okay Ugh.
0: with Mookie? Yeah. That's the question. Came too attached over, over quarantine. Yeah. He seems like a great cat. Seems like a fantastic oh, yeah. cat. Well, mm-hmm. Joey, congratulations on the new album. Uh, good luck on the shows. And I want to thank you for taking the time to come on and talk with us today.
2: All right.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah. Cool. Right now, let's take a listen to There's a Full Moon on right here on the G (laughs) Show. We are back here on the Doc G Show. You just heard the Pixies. And you just heard me talking to Joey Santiago, the guitarist for the Pixies. Man, Mike, talk to an ab- absolute legend. Absolute yeah. legend. Like, they absolute. are alternative royalty right there. Alternative royalty. I mean, just, like, uh, here. here's a little tidbit for you. Where's my mind? Where's my mind? Their, their song? Mm-hmm. Five hundred and forty seven million streams on Spotify. Wow. Jeez. Yeah.
1: It's incredible.
0: Yeah. And that and like, I mean, think about that. Think about how many million copies of tapes, CDs, and and albums were bought before they started streaming. And then how many illegal streams uh and, mm-hmm. and downloads happened before that. Like that song yeah. is just insanely popular, man. Yeah. That's a fact. You got over eight million monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah, it's nuts, man. And Incredible. just like, and like to me, and maybe I'm just too much of a, a, you know, a music goon in a sense. But to me, to know that I inspired Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, who is seen as like one of the biggest rock legends there is. Yeah, come on untouchable man untouchable
1: but flattering yeah
0: i am a little bit sad you were you were saying before we came back on air you were like hey did you ask him about food and i was like no i didn't i should have asked him mike i should have asked him some type of food what am i thinking
1: we missed out on a super
0: important question a question that a lot of our listeners like and i like yeah i don't know about you
1: but it's it's important for for road travelers am i right oh yeah after the gig after the gig where are we eating where are we getting food at where are we uh, what are we doing? What's it, open? Now does it take
0: does it take a little time? I feel like it takes a little time to come off of the high of of of, <coughs> of you actually being on stage because you come off, you're still amped. You're still
1: really yeah amped. yeah yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: And I'm it's one of those people I have to be a little bit lower on that amped level before I can start shoving food in my face. So <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I definitely I run off the high of that energy for a little bit and then I'm like, okay. Now, now I think I can get fat. Here we go. Yeah. Let's get into this. (laughs) Let's get into this. Now we
1: can hit some IHOP.
0: I've got, I've got a list. Thanks to this show. I do have a list literally all around the country. We've got, I mean, we've got places in Idaho. We've got places Mm -hmm. in California, in Maine, in Virginia, Mm -hmm. South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Oklahoma, just all over the place. We don't have every state. That's a goal, Mike. I'm writing it down. Getting yeah. a recommendation for every single state. woo
1: Yeah. I should Good Alaska spot.
0: I was about to say, I should've asked Ballyhoo, <laughs> because Ballyhoo's not from Alaska, but they toured there twice, and we talked about those tours. Mm-hmm. So, should've asked them, knock that one out early, but I wasn't thinking yeah. about it. Get some salmon. it <laughs> just, just from the stream. Just like a bear, Straight just, ah, yeah. ah! Sushi, eat it. <laughs> Uh, Mike, we got to move on. We got to move on to the most popular segment in the world.
1: Doc G, top three. Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. And yes. this week, we have a great topic. I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. about this topic to see what you're going to say. I've got three that, uh, that I, I, they're not huge things. Well, one of them is very annoying, but uh, that's my number one. But things that annoy you in a public bathroom. Things that other people do in a public bathroom that you're like, come on, this is a public bathroom. What are you
1: doing? What are you doing? So, Mike, what's your number three? I think my number three would probably have to be because I was thinking like, what have my girlfriend and I fought about in the past mm. over this stupid bathroom thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, tiny little thing that she does, and this can't be anybody else, or maybe it is. But she leaves the fan on after she takes a shower. She mm. leaves the the bathroom fan. But mm. I actually did research on this, and I guess you're actually supposed to do this. You're supposed to leave the fan on after the, uh, decreases, shower? the dec- yeah, it decreases, decreases the, the humidity, decreases the sensation. Uh, yeah. Now yeah. that's not kind technically. Of a one. I mean, I guess that's a public bathroom. Oh yeah, so you oh it's a public bathroom thing. Ah, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll Mike,
0: since you prepared for bathrooms in general, I'll accept yeah. them. Okay, I'll okay. accept them. But just for just for the notice of the listeners, now now you got to write down. Mike is going for bathrooms in general. I'm mm-hmm. going for just public bathrooms. Okay, so I, I I do it. I do find that interesting. Leaving the fan <laughs> on. uh yeah. I, I don't do that. I don't do yeah, that. I don't know. Um, Mike, my number three, taking too long at the sink when you're not washing mm. your hands and you're just using the mirror. You ever get that person? You go into mm. the bathroom. I go into the bathroom, whether number one or number two, and I come in. They're sitting there giving their safe, uh, their face a full once over. They're just yeah. up in there <laughs> just looking at different yeah. things on their va- And by the time I finish they're still doing it. And I'm like, what the f- are you doing, man? Go home to do that. Like you've got to yeah. wash their hands. It's a public space. This is for crapping and washing of hands. Not
1: for, <laughs> not for facials. All right. I don't know what you're doing. That's a minor I one. Would I would have to, I'm sorry, Dr. G. Yeah, I have to say, I, I totally get it. I am very insecure. I have skin <laughs> issues. I got flakes all over my face. I'm stuff in my nose i'm i i, I kind of get it listeners I know i have fully
0: it. accepted my ugliness so there's <laughs> no reason that i need to look at my ugliness in the mirror i'm like it's ugly i don't need to see it nope. i don't even look up when i'm washing my hands i'm like just focus on your hands just make sure yeah. there's no germs getting there that's all we need to do yeah. I, 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 I get it mike it's just one of those mm-hmm. things that i'm just like it 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 I gives off an air of vainness when i see a person doing it That i'm like why what? what are you so concerned with just go man like you know yeah. but i get it i get it yeah. it's it's a number three it's minor on my list it's yeah. not nearly the two number <laughs> number one and number two so you're number yeah. two mike
1: number two would be when people huge restroom why do you got to stand next to me at the urinal why do you got to I mean, yes. I'm
0: sure Dr. percent probably had this. 100%. 100%. Me and my brother talk about this, and I'll just go ahead and give it away. That's my number one, Mike. That's my number ah. one. So <laughs> I'll 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 do my number two last. But my number okay. one, yes, is multiple urinals open, and they choose the urinal beside you. Right next to you. What the what f- is, is wrong with you? Like, What's going on? Why? We don't need to huddle together for warmth. This isn't <laughs> this isn't December and we're gonna freeze to death. Like, what are yeah. you doing, man? And just like, there, there's a need in humans to do this with anything, Mike. I don't get it.
1: What? Why do they do this? I don't, I don't. Why? Like on the interstate,
0: you can be on an empty interstate and a car will be like, you know what? We're just gonna ride ride right together. And it's yeah. not like they're trying Finalsy. to get behind you for like for like efficiency. They'll just mm-hmm. want to stick to you. And either, then you're just like, what the? Hell? Get away from me.
1: What are you doing? Or like. Do you think it's a gravity thing? Do you think there's a gravity? Like an no, actual I think, scientific thing? I think there's a psychological thing that people are <laughs> just drawn gravity. to other people. <laughs> like they're yeah. just drawn,
0: like, or like I'll park. I'll park yeah. in, in a parking lot, empty spaces, and somebody will be like, you know what? Right beside you. What mm-hmm. the are you doing, man? Why beside Why? me? Like, what Why? is. Just doesn't make any sense, and or like you're walking down the sidewalk, and a person will just like cozy up to you as you're walking, and you're just like, "Are you getting ready to rob me? Why are yeah, you seriously. here?
1: Like, what is like? Seriously, I don't get it, Mike. I definitely and do. I'm a and on top of all that, I'm a shy peer. So you know what I do? I always go to the very last yeah. urinal, yeah. and I, it's usually the one for like little kids or something. Yeah. And, and they still go Sta-
0: Stage one. fright, Mike. I get it too, yeah. man. I don't like I don't yeah. like having to pee beside other people, especially nah. like you're yeah. you're at a, an arena and they
1: got the trough, and oh, you're just yeah, 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 not no way they have those in europe a lot oh man. I, I, I i i no way i'm not a fan of the troughs like i gotta <laughs> i gotta i gotta really be a, like pee bad to be able to use yeah. one of those troughs. i have to be absolutely intoxicated <laughs> absolutely on three different substances at the same time for me to be able to pull that one off and i probably still can't do it Ah
0: man i i just uh yeah it's not it's not like i don't get it i'm like what what What's the issue of having little—and then, like, man, I a couple of—back in the day, a couple of those I remember at a couple different stadiums, they would get, like, they would start getting fuller. So, Mm -hmm. like, you literally have got, like, splashback from, like, thousands of dudes (laughs) that you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, no. Like, just gross, man. No, thank you. I'm not a fan. Number uh, one on your list, Mike.
1: Number one, he's on the phone. He's on nah. the phone in the restroom. My number two, yeah. Mike. My oh, number two. G.
0: My number two. We knew Come it. Come on. See, I told you, you had, you had these in your head. You do. Yeah. You knew these were annoying things. That's my number two, man. And specifically, I'm not too concerned when it's peeing, you mm-hmm. know? When they're, like, like in an airport. You go into an airport, mm-hmm. person's in a rush, they're on their little Bluetooth, or on their headphones, yeah. and they just go up to the urinal, and it's like 20 seconds, and then they're out. And you're like, okay. They didn't yeah. want to, like, complete. But, like, the person that's just in the stall, just there for the long haul, <laughs> and yeah. I, I'm more upset for the person on the other side of the call. Like... <laughs> I mean, like, the echo they got to deal with, the flushes, yeah. the sinks going on, the yeah, doors yeah, yeah. opening, the straining. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, it's like, just, no, man, no. Like, yeah. you don't need all of that when you're calling somebody. Like, no. and, and I love how, like, people just have no filter sometimes on those. We talked about it on this show one time. Person just like going through the deepest, darkest secrets of their life while they're taking a dump, that you're just like, bro, come on. Why was this the conversation <laughs> that you decided to call somebody about when you were using the bathroom? Like,
1: yeah, I don't get those people. insane are get those you? People, no, they're, they're um,
0: sociopaths, man.
1: That's... Yeah, see, for me again, it's like kind of a personal thing because my girlfriend and I, at one point, we only had a one bathroom, one bedroom, and yeah. uh, there's time dilation happening here. Oh I love yeah, my girlfriend. I get it i totally get it yeah but uh but yeah and then when i'm and then in public when i'm pee shy and i'm waiting for the handicap stall or whatever it is yeah get some (laughs) privacy folks like come on uh i'm trying to but yeah it's it's tough man
0: it is tough i don't get those people though i'm just like man you guys have no shame Mm. there is no i mean hats off to you it is like again, it's it's an annoying thing, but also I'm impressed because I'm just yeah. like, what?
1: <laughs> Who are you? How uh, how do you do this? <laughs> what is this, man? Like Dr. But- G, kind of random, but like also relevant. I'm really good. I would say I have a really good skill at when I absolutely have to use the restroom while I'm on the phone with somebody. I'm really good at t- at muting the phone Covering for it up. the flush. The flush. I'm really good at muting and the flush timing. Really good at that.
0: Now do you, if you're peeing, do you try to hit the side of the bowl so that there is no
1: sound effect of actually peeing? What? Have you ever done that on the phone? Well, so I'm usually sitting down. I'm a sit down peer, Dr. G, for the most part. Not in public. What? In public, I don't use my phone. I don't talk on the phone yeah. in, and pee in public. Yeah, no. But at home, I sit down and pee. So well, that's that's a, that's a good thing. Oh, so you just hang out for hours <laughs> while you're just there. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what? yeah, yeah. We're
0: fine. We're fine. Yeah. Uh, Mike, next week, we have a yeah, very general topic for the Doc G okay. Top 3. Best outside activities. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so you got, you've got uh, at least half a day. You know, let's say you got half a day to burn and you're like, what am I going to do? What can I do outside that's a fun activity, right? So you got all kinds here. You got all kinds of things we can think of that you can do here. Give me your top three. Yeah,
1: That's what we want. Yeah, Top three. three. Okay, so just top three outdoor activities.
0: Got to be outside. Got to be sort of fully. You, know, you can use something else in the activity, But it's got to be outside, and it can't be... Let's say it can't be, like, just, like, fully based on technology. It's got to have, like, you know, environmental component to it. Okay. I'm going to make a note of that environmental component. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, like, full-on... You don't have to be nature boy or anything. It's just got to be something outdoors that you're enjoying... The sun, you're enjoying the trees, you're enjoying the beach, you're enjoying something outside.
1: You yeah, know? That's I That's gotcha. what we want.
0: Alright, cool. Mike, we have got two birthday suits. Who do you want? Do you want the uh, football player or do you want the uh, actor?
1: Let's go with the football player.
0: Okay, a uh, big, big important thing about this football player is... He was on the Doc G Show. Yes! That's right. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes! Okay. So, born on October 12, 1979 in Marrero, Louisiana. He grew up loving football. He earned a scholarship to LSU, where a birthday suit wear started 36 consecutive games and was voted All-SEC in his senior year. He wasn't drafted to the NFL, but he was signed to the New York Giants. He spent two seasons with the Giants before the Redskins picked him up. He played two years with the Redskins, and then I guess we don't say Redskins anymore. Has it been retired for historical purposes as Mm -hmm. well? Yes. Okay, I Mm -hmm. apologize, listeners. I'm sorry. Washington Commanders, Washington football (laughs) team. He spent two seasons with the football team because they weren't the Commanders yet at that point. Spent. Two years with Washington football. He played two years, or or then he was picked up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was with the Steelers for eight great seasons and won a Super Bowl and was a pro bowler with the uh, Steelers. He finished out his career with one more season with the Washington Redskins. Since he is retired, he has worked with ESPN. You can see him on NFL Live. You can see him on SportsCenter. Center. You can see him on Get Up. You can see him on First Take. He also has a pod, two podcasts that he does. He was on this very show, July thirty first, two thousand nineteen. Name that birthday suit wearer.
1: Mm, I want to guess, but I don't want to guess. Yeah. I feel like I don't know this one. It's okay. Yeah.
0: Ryan Clark. Ryan, Ryan
1: Clark. Clark. That, yes, my guess was gonna be wrong. So. There you go. There you go. He
0: was nice enough to come onto the show. We appreciate that he came on the show. He is a fantastic, just go-getter in life, man. Just has just done so much. Yes! Not only did all the stuff that I mentioned, he also has a. Uh, a performance sports performance center in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where he, nice. you know, trains trains athletes as well. He's got stuff just going on all over the place. Non-stop worker, man. Just overcame okay. a whole bunch of stuff. He had uh, he had sickle cell anemia as well, so he couldn't play at the higher altitude uh, locations. Hmm. The higher altitude locations basically would kill him if he was there long enough. Didn't really realize that until he was playing at Denver and almost died. It's crazy. It's wild. Uh, spleen almost burst on him. It was nuts. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Ryan Clark, just an amazing dude, fantastic guy. So glad that he did get to come on to the show. He is turning 43, Super Bowl champion, SEC champion, just all kinds of uh, 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 accolades for that dude. Yeah. And I saw him this morning. Saw him this morning on nice. ESPN. So there you go. Uh, anyways, Mike, our second our third birthday suit, you you got him. I know you got this one. All right. Uh, born on October 12, sixty eight, in Sydney, Australia. Growing up, our birthday suit wearer loved traveling. He decided he wanted to be a chef on a plane. Which that was his idea. He said he that was Very specific. he liked traveling and he liked food. So he was like, well, oh, I guess they have chefs on planes. They have food on planes, which somebody really should have told him quickly, like, no, that's not a thing. Nope. It's not a, unless you're a private chef on a private plane, you're not getting that one. Um, Yeah, no. But anyways, when he was in college, he took a drama course for extra credits. He fell in love. He was offered a role on the miniseries Corelli. It wasn't until two thousand that he was offered his life-changing role as Wolverine in X-Men in 2000. He's played the role of Wolverine in a total of nine films and holds the Guinness World Record for longest career as live-action Marvel superhero. There you go. During this time, he's also played in movies like Swordfish, Van Helsing, The Prestige, The Scoop, Name that birthday suit wearer. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is correct. There we go. Ending. Okay. Ending. Legend. He's a legend, man. I, I, I love it. I, you know, I'm. I my friend Brandon will definitely jump out right now and agree with me, but I am not a big superhero action film guy. Most of the time, I'm like, eh. Not interested, but I have seen pretty much all of the Wolverines, anything with Wolverine in them
1: because he's just, he's just fun, man. He crushes it. What about Deadpool? Nah, he's going to be in Deadpool three. He is going to be in Deadpool three. Deadpool's a good one.
0: I've heard it's good, but I'm a little bit, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit of a Ryan Reynolds hater, sort of like, uh, sort of like Tom Brady, huge fan. Sort of like Tom Brady, man. He's just got yeah. too much. He's great. He's funny. <laughs> He's great looking. He's got millions of dollars. Everything yeah. goes awesome for him. I'm like, F- you. <laughs> you know, like, it's just me being a hater. He's totally awesome. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. get me wrong. Everything about yeah. him is absolutely awesome. I'm just being a hater. But, um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, basically all I do is watch uh, Wolverine. That's pretty much the only, yeah. like, superhero. I've watched a couple of the Spider-Mans, a couple of Batmans. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, just the claws, yes! yeah. Just the just and the invincibility, like just everything about <clears throat> Wolverine. I'm like, yeah. that's so awesome,
1: yeah. That's so and, awesome. And Hugh Jackman, you just couldn't pick a better guy to play Wolverine. Just, I just so he looks like him, and the yeah. and the face with the sideburns
0: yeah. and the hair, and you're just yeah. like, nailed it, nailed yeah. it. He's turning. Uh, let's see, what is he turning? He's turning 54, Mike. Fifty-four. Oh, man, what a guy. Yeah, and great. think about that. He started that when he was thirty-one. Wow! Started filming for the first for the first X-Men when he was thirty-one. He was and a professor,
1: he, I think, wasn't he? He was a teacher.
0: He might have been a no. professor. He was not a or a teacher. He uh, he was not a professor. I did okay. not get Never any mind. of that. But, okay. uh, uh, you know, I'm follow up on either. that, Mike. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll follow up on it. We'll, we'll find out. We'll get to the bottom. That's of that. right. Uh, right. Nonetheless, Mike, happy birthday to you, Jackman. Happy birthday to Ryan Clark. Uh, and happy birthday,
1: uh, Colonel, uh, Josh, Hutchinson. You, you, Colonel Hutchinson. Colonel <laughs> Hutchinson.
0: There you go. Yes. <laughs> you can call
1: him Josh like a moron. Colonel Hutchinson. <laughs> yes.
0: Anyways, Mike. We have got a fantastic show. We got a couple of great shows coming up. Next week we've got the Rex on the show. Nick Anderson, the lead singer, these these young Bucks, man. They got the rock tunes. They're just ex- they're they're coming to Jacksonville. Very excited about them being on the show. Got a couple of young friends that are just jazzed about us having them on the show. They're like, Oh my nice. god, I can't believe you got the Rex. And I'm like, Yeah, we're sort of a big deal. So true. You're correct. Yes, we do have them. And after that, we've got a fantastic group, Daisy the Great. Just a duo that is burning up the charts. They've got a single with AJR, which, my goodness, they are so big. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a good couple of shows, Mike. I'm very excited. Very excited. But until then, we need to wrap up the show. I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, the one, the only, the notorious Mikey Maximus, the Fertica Charette. Dr. G, thank you for having me. Always, of course, of course. And until next week, guys, zip it up and zip it out.
1: Zip it a doo dah.